Good morning, good morning, good morning to each and every one of you. My name is Pastor Boyce and I am excited to be with you this morning. As we get ready this morning, we are talking about when we ask for anything, we are to believe that we have it. And what is so beautiful about this is that we ask for things and Jesus gave us an example of the asking. Even though this scripture in James 1 and 4 to 6, which I will read for you in a moment, tells us one thing. The fundamental of what Jesus is always talking about is doing it as a little child. And you're going to see the parallel this morning. Taking James 1, 4 and 6, which says, Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. Not lacking anything. If any of you lack wisdom, he should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt. Because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. People of God, can I tell you this morning that we must not try to avoid life experiences for that is one of the ways we learn and grow. With each experience, with each situation, you reach another level. A child has the experience of creeping and that experience of standing up and trying to take a step and falling and getting up and going again till eventually the child is running around with glee because they did not give up each experience you get to the age where they start repeating everything that they hear they don't understand but it's just a repetition of what is those experiences eventually they start communicating so we must not avoid these experiences if we are not sure of our life's direction we should ask the Father. He loves to help. I want to show you this similarity here. Children, when they come to you, they come believing that whatever they are coming for, they're going to get it. It is not a thought of is mom going to give it to me? Or is dad going to give it to me? Or am I able to get this? That little child, that two-year-old, that three-year-old, all they know is when they want something. That baby knows that when they want to be changed, they will cry 
and they know and you as a parent know that difference between a cry when they need to be fed and when they need to be changed the same way that child comes to you and they want to get something to eat and they ask you they don't think that they cannot receive it or they will not receive it they come believing that they will receive it and that is why Jesus said that we have to come like a little child we have to communicate like a little child without doubt that understanding and knowing that that parent will help you have to have that same understanding knowing that your father will provide see the difference is that we break the connection between the father and us the child only knows the father the child only knows the mother the child knows the parents they will run away from a stranger but they will find the parent because they know that love that connects between they know that whatever they need that hand of the parent will be the one that will give it to them people of god if we are not sure of our life's direction we should ask the father we should ask father god for help because he loves that up we must ask boldly believing without a second thought many of the testimonies that i've been hearing from you is when you stop the doubt when you stop letting the thing that you have been asking for and you stop asking the asking that you have been asking it is an asking of a doubt in a doubtful nature when you find yourself in those situations and you start to doubt we tell you create a pattern interrupt find something that will stop you thinking about the thing because you think that that's the thing that you're thinking about but what you're doing is inviting all the negative connotations the, the doubts that are coming in am i able to do this am i able to do that not that father god i know that you will do it because you said to prove you but you wonder if it's going to come on time will you be able to do it We don't run like that little child and come say mommy I need milk mommy I need something to eat and knowing that it will be so we must ask boldly believing without a second thought people who are not direct with their prayers are like wind whipped waves we cannot get the results praying in that manner we have to stop this wishy-washy thing and when we do it do it believing here we have the 300 per team club and this is an opportunity 
for you not to have that negative thinking because when you can pray for someone else you are taking your mind away from your concerns your challenges and what you were doing is blessing others stop making contracts stop making these bold statements and say Father God if you do this I am going to do that because you will not do it many of you don't do it you're always telling God promising God that you want to do this if he does this for you you're going to do it and he does the thing that you ask and it is not enough because you asked him for A but he knew that you needed A plus B and you only asked for A and he gave you A but he because you asked for A and you promised him that if, you, if he gives you A that you will do these things and then you find out that you needed B as well but you tied his hands you tied his hands and sometimes some of you ask for greater and you waste It is not just the asking, it is not just the believing, but how you ask for the thing. James is telling us, if we lack wisdom, we are to come to the source of all knowledge, Father God, and we shall receive it. But how are we to ask? must ask in faith believing because a double minded man gets nowhere how true is this because you come for that moment say Father God I'm going to do so and so if you get me out of this jam today I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and he gets you out of the jam and you rejoice for a day or for a week or for a week and a half but you didn't say it Father God you know what I need you know what it is I need Lord thank you for it you don't have to make no bargains with God think like a child that child doesn't come and bargain and say, Mommy, if you give me so and so, I'm going to do some, I'm not going to mess the floor up. No. There's no condition. But we are constantly trying to bargain with God. And then when we get what we ask for, we realize that that is not enough. And we can't get anything more. Why? Because you tied his hands. You said, this is all I want. And then you put a condition to it. Father God, if you give me this, I am going to do this. You know I'm going to be on the conference call every time. Father God, you know I'm going to do my tithes. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you forget the pledge that you made with Father God. You forget it. 
and then you find yourself in the same situation all over again and you wonder but then you get this revelation you know that it works but what it is that I'm doing that does not cause it to flow that I'm in the same situation over and over and over again and I have to go and beg and I have to go and beg and I have to go and beg because you have not learned anything from the situation you have not changed anything you're still going back and doing the same crap the greed is getting into you what it is that you are asking for are you allowing situations to come into your life negative thoughts you see here we about lifting you up we want you to get the best because it does not matter what we say it is when you get to the place of the prodigal experience when you realize that everything has gone when you realize that you have made stupid decisions that is when the change will come about because until then you would be looking at us as being a nuisance you would be looking at us as one who's you'd be thinking that we have an ulterior motive that we are jealous of your experience that you need to experience that negative thing we can see where it is going but we cannot Jesus oh listen father god give you choice told adam and eve you have the choice you can be in here you in the garden but don't touch that one thing sometimes you start to look at the thing that you know you're not supposed to touch and there's a lust in after it there's a, a greed that comes in you start to see it as the optimum thing you start to think that this is the thing that will change your life and you go after it and sometimes you make deals with god father god if you give me this i will do this and i will do that and it is not the thing that is for you and he gives you what you want or what you say you want how many of you have found yourself in that situation before the problems come right back up again because you never address the issue listen the serpent was telling Eve oh yes look how beautiful that apple is look at that fruit look at the beauty of it there's nothing in the garden that's beautiful as that now if you were having this mango over here or this pear over here and you see how sweet it is that sugar plum or whatever it is you look at it and look at the size of it compared to that one over there how sweet it is you could imagine how sweet that would be 
You can imagine if the knowledge that you were getting from this, when you bite into that one, what it would be like. People of God, know that God can give us only what we take. Yes, since the taking is a mental act, we can take only what we believe we already have. You have to have it in your consciousness. You have to have it. You have to believe that you have it. You have to believe that you are worthy of it. And, and I'm not telling you something that is new. This is in accordance with Jesus' teachings. That when we pray, we must believe we already have the answer to our prayer. The lesson is simple enough. When we ask for anything, we are to believe that we have it. But we are to ask for that which is in unity with life. Don't go asking for something else that is not in alignment with what is good, good and right for you. Don't go asking for things that somebody else have. Because they have it, you want it too. You, as I said, you do not know the price. You do not know what they did to receive that. Stop making bargains with Father God. Know that everything is there for you. And know that you are worthy of it. And you don't have to bargain with. You do not have to go and, as a, ch a child does not come and bargain with, with you and say, Oh, mom, if you give me a glass of milk, I'm going to do this. No, the child does not. The child just comes and says, Mom, I want milk. I'm hungry. We have to start thinking as the little child because we have too much noise going on in our heads and we think that we can bargain with Father God I've told you how I was expecting a lump sum of money and I was excited about it and I said when these funds come in I'm going to sow a thousand dollars into a ministry. And at that time, it was very simple. And yes, I could do it. If the money had come the next day, boom, I would have been able to do it and not a problem. But because I said that, the funds were held up and the bills were still there and they were mounting up. And the day the money came in, that night, I could not sleep. I tossed and turned. I tried to work out how much I'm going to give this person and how much I'm going to pay on this bill and that and so on and so on. And I was not able to give that thousand dollars. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even able to give five hundred dollars. And I had that nagging thing. And here it is. What am I going to do? 
all these people have calling I'm behind the eight ball and I tossed and turned all night trying to see who I could pay a little bit to and who I could pay a little bit not to and if I could squeeze out $200 out of this $1,000 that I said that I was going to that I bargained with Father God and said I was going to do when the money came in And about seven o'clock in the morning, and I hear the voice of the Lord says, how could you ask your parishioners to do something that you will not do? I was convicted. And at that moment, the revelation when I said, okay, Lord, I'm doing it. People of God, I felt like I was levitating out of my bed. I, there was a load that was taken off of me. I felt like I was just levitating up in the air. We do not realize when we make these bargains, when we make these bargains with God, what happens? What are we doing? There's a weight that comes upon us. We, we are pressing down. We ourselves are bringing that on us. And we get cramped. We get all the itises, we get the bursitis, the, we, we, arthritis, our blood pressures go up, our diabetes goes out of whack, everything starts to happen, and we don't know why. Because the mental thing that is going on, yet it, it is a mental act, people of God, you, and you are having that conversation, and it is draining on you. But when that revelation came, and I jumped out of bed, I knew it was just after 8 o'clock because the phone rang and it was one of my bill collectors calling. And I answered the phone with such gusto. I was not avoiding the telephone anymore. How many of you, when the telephone ringing, you're wondering who it is and you're looking and you're don't want to answer it because it might be a bill collector or somebody that you owe money to you're trying to avoid them well that morning I jumped up and I wasn't avoiding anything I was excited and I went down and I said good morning how may I help you and the person on the telephone started to apologize for calling me so early they told me I owed money. And I said, yes, I'm aware, and it will be paid. That's all I said. Yes, I'm aware, and it will be paid. And the person said, I'll make a note, Mr. Boyce. They asked me to make an arrangement. How much I was going to pay? When I was going to pay? Nothing of the sort. the last time that I ever said to Father God I'm going to do this when this happens I'm going to do this because of so and so no no I do it in that moment I'm not making no promises the only promise I have is connecting to him 
That's the only thing I promise in myself is to connect. Two things that I work from beside the connection. One, whatever I give, I give it freely from the heart. Whatever I give, I give it freely from the heart. And the second thing is I do my tithes. I, I can only say the blessings that we receive is because he says that you cannot outgive him. Both Pastor Boyce and I, we give of ourselves. You do not know the the interactions that we have on a daily basis, the things that we are doing. When he tells us to reach out, when you reach out, not only that and the things that we have to do to prepare for each day. What I have to do for the Archbishop and everything that I have, everything that comes into my hand, it goes into the ministry. It goes into the ministry. Because the ministry is my life. I do not take a salary out of the ministry. Neither does Pastor Gloria. There's no salary. Several years ago when Pastor Boyce won the award as a best-selling author and we had to go to California. Normally, I use a debit card. A debit credit card. If you don't have money on it, you can't get money off of it. And I did not have a credit credit card. Are you hearing me? And I knew that money was coming in. And I planned it that when I get to the hotel, I would be able to pay for one night and then pay for the other two nights when the money came in on that Monday. I would call, I had a good relationship with my banker. And I could call him and tell him to move money and put it into the account. And I would be able to use it. We go into the airport. Normally, I would get a limousine to take me to the airport. Because we don't want to bother anyone. And that day, one of the parishioners said, I'll take you to the airport and I said, thank you. Thank you. The parishioner did not know what they were doing. I did not have the $65 to pay the limousine to go to the airport. They came, picked us up, took us to the airport, and gave us $100 in our hand. They wanted to bless us. People of God, the tears are coming up in my eyes right now. So please forgive me. Please forgive me. I, I want you not to be thinking about me and the, the, the challenge that I had. But think of it. That when we ask for anything, 
we are to believe that we have it that's why I'm telling you this to show you we go to California because we have to get this and normally when we are traveling we go to the airport about three and a half to four hours ahead of time so that we could get bumped up to first class because of my long legs and the beauty of first class and they have it at discount prices we got to the airport go in put our ticket in and the machine says do you want to upgrade and hesitantly I swiped the card and the machine says call the attendant so I went to the attendant and called the attendant and the attendant looked at it and says she's never seen that message on the machine before took my ticket put it in took the card from me swipe it and it went through people of God the money that the was on that came off the card was more than I had in the bank. Are you hearing me? And I heard Father God say to me at that moment, You doubted me. There was no doubt in the attendant's mind. There was nothing to doubt. She didn't know that I didn't have any money on, on the card. So she just put in the tickets and swiped the card, asked me for the card, swiped the card, and it went beautifully through. I did the same thing. And they said, call the attendant. And Father God said to me at that moment, you doubted me. And I looked after everything was done. I told Pastor Boyce, that's what the Lord said to me. We got to California. We ain't got no money. And I have not been able to check to see where this money came from. The, the hundred dollars that was given to me, we were able to pay for the cab. Got to the hotel. And all we can see is film stars people that we've seen on television in and out of this hotel this is one of the posh hotels so we're in a hotel with the celebrities and this doubt in my mind and I'm still hearing I go I know that I suppose to have enough for one night and I asked the gentleman I'm paying for one night and he said you have to pay for all the nights I said okay he tried to put it through it wouldn't go through he goes to his manager and the manager came out and he says good evening Mr. Boyce so good evening and I didn't say another word and he just swiped the card and everything went through he said thank you for being staying with us Mr. Boyce people of God are you hearing what I'm saying are you really hearing what I'm saying 
I did not have a credit card. I had a credit debit card, which means if you do not have any money in the bank, you can't get any money off. Can I tell you that at the airport, I knew I didn't have any money, in, and I just, uh, when it asked me the question, just reflex, because that would normally what I would do. I just swiped it. And it says, call the attendant. No, I can't get back out. I have to call the attendant. The attendant do the same thing. And it went through. Money that I don't have in the bank went through. I got to the hotel. And instead of giving the gentleman the card and knowing that it will go through, I am telling him that I am paying for one day and I will pay for the next couple of days the next morning. You see, I set up doubt, 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 unbelief. A tenant that was taking the reservation, she did not know that my card didn't have any money on it. She was not thinking. She was looking at me as a man that had money. I said, going into first class, therefore I must have money. I planted doubt between the gentleman at the desk and myself so there was nothing that was working he went to his manager his manager his manager is probably saying well why would you come to this place this is a place where celebrities this is a five star hotel why you come in here to this five star hotel you must have money and all he did was the same thing that his associate did. I took my card and swiped it and the card went through. When we ask for something, we are to believe that we have it. Stop putting doubt in the place. The unity includes health, happiness, and success. When you eliminate that doubt and you believe, what happens? Look at the joy that we had for that period. Look at the success that went through. And did we have a wonderful time? Yes. There was no doubt. As we conclude here, take further from the example I give you stop trying to make bargains with God because he's not in the bargain business he has given you everything he has prepared a table of plenty for you everything that you need is already given to you you just have to know in your mind that you can have it like the little child doesn't think that they can have it we have to get back to that childlike state of knowing that whatever we want from our Father, we don't have to bargain for it. And come to the place also of not doubting, but believing that we have it. Thank you. <laughs>